Welcome to the wonderful world of pragmatic psychology. I'm your host, Susanna Mittermeier, and we are going to explore how your difference is the gift that our world requires. Hello, amazing, wonderful you. This is Susanna Mittermeier for another episode of Pragmatic Psychology, Be the Peacock. I had the sudden urge to do this um, particular podcast now as there is so much bubbling and cooking right now in the possibilities kitchen that it actually funnily looks exactly like the opposite. And this is something that is occurring in our world when there's new amazing spaces and possibilities opening up right before that. It seems like everything is going wrong. Things don't work. The heaviness might be increasing. So if you look at your life and what has been going on lately, if you had the sense that things are not as easy as you would like them to be, a lot of maybe old stuff is coming up. What if this is exactly where you're supposed to be right now? I know this sounds weird, but if you look at it, what is right about this you're not getting? Because <laughs> we're supposed to make everything wrong. Like whatever is not the way we have decided things should be, we judge it. We decide something is wrong. But if you look at it again with question and ask question and look at all the places where things seem wrong and not working, what if you ask, what's right about this I'm not getting? Is this the, I'm going to say it with humor, so truth, it always helps to say it with humor. So is this the foreplay to greater possibilities? And once you look at whatever's not working in your life, once you look at it from a questioning position, you give it the chance to change. When you look at the things in your life that don't work and you keep on judging it and keep on expecting you to change it, pressure yourself to change it, forcing things to change and adapt themselves in a way that you've decided is good, you're actually putting on the brakes for change. Judgment, put on brakes. Every time you judge, you put on the brakes for the change that is actually available for you. When you ask a question, you press the speed pedal and things can accelerate and exponentialize again. So where in your life could you be more questioning rather than judgmental? Oh, I think that's a lot. <laughs> so... Again, where in your life could you be more questioning rather than judgmental? And look at it. Because, you know, you're supposed to worry. I'm going to ask you, aren't you supposed to worry? Because that's the normal thing to do. Having stress and worry and 
problems and difficulties, you're being normal. You're just another normal citizen of this planet. <laughs> and what if that is not your only option? What if that is not your only choice to be a normal citizen of this planet by worrying? Because if it's like, there's always something to worry about. There's always something to fear, whether it's something in your family or something globally. Like this reality is very creative when it comes to things you're supposed to worry about. There's a lot right now. I mean, if you read certain platforms, you're supposed to worry about a virus. You're supposed to worry about a war. You're supposed to worry about money. And I'm sure I forgot a lot of things. And then I'm sure your family is presenting you a lot of other creative options to worry about. <laughs> and if you would look at this from a questioning point of view, rather than from a conclusionary or judgmental uh, position, what would you realize? What is truly your reality? Where are you using worry and heaviness to invest in this reality, in other people's realities, when you actually could be choosing you. So I was a bit hesitant to actually have this conversation on a podcast because it's not everybody's willing to hear that. Or actually not many people are willing to hear this yet. But maybe some few, very few of you are actually willing to hear this conversation more than ever and look at the places where you invest your worry, your fear, your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings in this reality, in other people's realities, and keep on creating the same thing over and over and over again. So where are you investing? It's like doing a transaction, you know, you're, you're, if you look at your family, what has your family required you to be that it seemed like if you be that, they will love you and see you for who you are. Because that's how most of us grow up with. We're like, okay, so what? Like, I have to be, you know, and it's different for every family. Like I have to be the little child. I have to be the helpless one. I have to be the, the needy one. I have to be the limited one or whatever else it could be. So what did it seem like your parents needed you to be that you delivered over and over and over again hoping that they finally one day will see you and love you for who you are. And then you keep on delivering that and keep on doing that, but the transaction never completes because they still don't accept you. They still don't really love you the way you are. They love you, you know, maybe in some ways, but maybe they're still like this not truly acknowledging you and being grateful for everything you are. And you still keep on hoping and thinking, if I deliver this, if I be that for them, then someday they might love me and see me for who I am. So you keep on investing, you keep on, you know, delivering, but the transaction never finishes. It just keeps on being open-ended and you deliver and be and do whatever you think they need you to be. But that total gratitude never really shows up. So what if you stop investing? What if you see things for what they are and let go of the need to invest in something that will never complete? And that is something that 
takes a bit of a courage <laughs> to truly look at and see for what it is. And the freedom that comes from that and going, you know what? I'm not going to invest in somebody else's picture of reality or whatever they need me to be. I'm done with that. I'm just going to be me. And I'm going to include me in a way I haven't ever before. I'm going to go beyond any tr need of transaction with other people. Because you don't only probably do that with your parents. You probably do this with other people also in your life. Friends, colleagues, partners, kids. So what if you stop investing in other people's points of view and say goodbye to that need and go, you know what? I'm going to be me. I'm going to include myself like never before. And if you have no idea how that looks like or how that is possible to create, don't worry about it. None of us do. Just go for it. Just like right now, if you look at all the places where you do those investments in other people's insanities, in their needs, and everywhere you're doing all those transactional realities with other people, what if you just allow yourself to be present with that and at the same time go, you know what, everywhere I'm doing this, what if I have the demand of me to be more of me than ever before, no matter what other people think, no matter what other people's points of view are, I'm going to be me like never before. I'm going to choose that like never before. What is true for you uniquely? What possibilities are available for you with money, business, relationship, your whole life and future like never before? Are you ready to explore? Welcome to the new program, Pragmatic Exploration, starting in April. Find more on www. SusannaMittermeier.com So truly, what ease, what joy, what glory is waiting for you beyond all this? And I know this is a pretty hmm, intense conversation and maybe it contributes to some of you who are seeing that, wow, I have a lot of these transactions going on that I wasn't even aware of because most people don't even realize that they are part of a transactional reality. And most relationships are transactional realities. They're like, okay, um, we're together now, which means you deliver this and I deliver that. And those things are never spoken out loud. They're just like unspoken needs that one person has of the other. So what transactions are you stuck in that you haven't even realized and not even recognized? <laughs> and it's like, if I, I do this for you and you do that for me, that's a transaction. And most people don't even realize what they're getting themselves into when they're entering a relationship, no matter who the relationship is with. And every relationship in this reality is a, is a transaction. And people project and expect, and judge, and it goes in both directions. But the 
key here to get beyond this is notice what's going on. Like put the lights on and see what is. And that's why I, you know, consciousness is such a pragmatic thing. It's just like turn on, turn on the lights and see what is, see what you're choosing. Because when you're aware of it and acknowledge what you're doing, you can change it right away. You don't have to analyze it. You don't have to do a lot of work. It's acknowledging that you're doing it and then going, wow, that's an interesting choice. <laughs> interesting that I'm doing all this. Well, that takes a lot of energy to invest all of this in you know, this interesting transaction that I hope will pays off. hope is paying off, but it will never pay off. Wow, okay, what other choice do I have? So acknowledge what is and make a different choice. So what other choice do I have? Well, the choice you always have is to be you, you know, to go, okay, thanks. That was an interesting transaction. How else can I be with this person? What else would I like to be? What else is fun for me to be? What else can we be with each other? And rather than relate, you could create, you know, what if every relationship with whoever it is, could turn into a creationship. And how do you do that? How do you get over relating and go to creating? It is by being in question all the time. What's possible right now? What would I like? What's available? What's the next choice that I'd like to make with me, with, with this person? What can we create today that's greater than yesterday? And See the person for who they are in this very moment, not who they were five minutes ago or yesterday. Because that's where you project on them if, you know, they were a certain way yesterday and you wake up in the morning and you go, okay, so that's this person, you know, I, I know them from yesterday. No, that's not the person that is here right now. That was the person yesterday. The person is here right, that's here right now is a different person because we all change. Like nature changes. Like if you look outside, the light is never the same as it has been five minutes ago. It's changing all the time. And there's never a day where the light is the same as yesterday. It's always changing. If you look at water, it's always changing. It's always in movement. If we're being us, it's the same with us. If we're truly being ourselves, we're always changing. So acknowledge that in you, but also acknowledge that in other people. And don't expect them to be the same as yesterday because they're not. They might think they're the same. They might have a conclusion and a judgment and a projection and expectation about themselves, but that's just an interesting point of view. They are different. And if you stop projecting the past on other people, you are a gift of magnitude to them that they can choose or not. But you have a freedom that is incredible. Like imagine if you would see yourself and other people as they are right now in this moment, not as they have been yesterday. How much creation would that spur and open up rather than relation? Because relating is always about the past. Creation is about now and the future. So how else would you like to create your life, your future, the, the, the life and the possibilities with the people around you that, ha that has never been available before? what freedom is possible. And that is on the plate, that's on the buffet for all of us right now, more than ever, the ease, the joy, and the glory. But you know what? You gotta choose it. You gotta choose it. Like where else can you embrace ease like never before? 
Because every time you choose East Join Glory, you're not doing transaction. And with the title of this particular podcast, Are You Supposed to Worry? Or Aren't You Supposed to Worry About Everything? Worry, fear, those are investments. Those are, I have to use my feelings and my thoughts to invest in whatever I'm supposed to worry about right now, to be part of whatever I'm supposed to be part of right now. But it's never a question like, okay, I see other people's points of view. I'm aware of the point of view that I should worry. The question would be, what do I know? Is there something to worry? Is there something I need to worry about? Or is there information that I can gather to ask, okay, what can I choose, for instance, with money that sets me off to a greater future? So that would be you creating rather than relating. That would be you going beyond the transactional reality. Because again, every time you worry or do fear, you invest your feelings and your thoughts in somebody else's world. Rather, and that's relating and transacting, rather than creating and going beyond transactions where you would go, what do I know here? What is required to create a greater future? And you can do this with every area. So if you have something that, you know, you read on the news or someone says, oh my God, it's going to be horrible. Things are going down and it's going to be worse than ever with this and this and this, you know, part of the world or area or life, you know, creation. Stop, you know, always stop and ask a question. Is this really true or is this a point of view? Is this really true or is this a point of view? People deliver a lot of points of view every single day and they want you to go along and agree with them and say, oh yes, you're right, I'm supposed to worry, this is really horrible. People like trigger a lot and they like to do this. They, they always look for people to agree and align with them and have the same point of view and say, yeah, you're right, this is really horrible. And then they want to do drama together and go, oh my God, this is horrible, the world is going down. People love that. It's, it's a sort of entertainment It's a way to not create. People love to worry because that keeps them from the possibility of creating their lives. And it's crazy. It doesn't make sense. So don't look for the sense of it. But that's just what is going on. People rather worry and do drama than creating their lives. And drama fills the space. It like occupies them. It keeps them busy to have something to do, to have something to worry about rather than, you know what? I'm going to choose to be different. I'm going to choose to create my life and my future while other people entertain themselves with worry and drama. How different are you willing to be? Is worrying about drama going along with other people's point of view, is that really, really enough for you? Is that really your reality? Is this really the life you want to choose? And this is where we got to be really diligent and present with ourselves And clear, is this how I would like to use my energy? Is this, what I, is this something I would like to invest in? Or would I like to invest my energy, my money, my creativity in my future, in something that works, in something that creates more? And if that is a yes for you, go for it and choose it. And notice in every moment of your life when you go into 
agreeing and aligning to someone else's point of view about I have to worry, I have to do drama, oh my God, I have to look for solutions. Notice that. And when you're doing this, stop and choose something different. Choose your future again, your lightness again, and ask, okay, so what else can I choose here that's actually lighter, that's easier, that makes me happy, that creates more space? Whatever it is in that moment, engage with that and engage with that energy in that space, and you will create a different future. And what a gift that is for all of us. And know that you have choice always, no matter what. And thank you for the gift you are for actually listening to this podcast all the way through. (laughs) What is that saying about you that you can now acknowledge? Because being willing and having the courage and the vulnerability to actually listen to this conversation, you're different. Please acknowledge that. Because that's a pretty intense conversation. That's really opening up the eyes. It's like in the matrix when, you know, he takes this pill and then he sees what is. Most people are not willing to see what is. They're just willing to go along with what everybody else is doing. But how different are you? And what if you make the choice to more freedom and ease than ever before? And if you need help with that, I have a lot of podcast episodes. Just listen to all the podcasts. They're free. They're giving you a lot of tools and new perspectives for you to engage with more ease, joy, and glory. If you want more, there's a lot of free videos on my YouTube channel. Just go to Susanna Mittermeier and you will find a lot of videos in different languages with more tools, more inspirations. If you want more, I've written four books so far. And that is not a lot of financial investment either. So get the books, a lot of tools, a lot of inspiration. Engage with whatever is ease, joy, and glory for you. And there's so much more that is also on my webpage. There's a buffet of possibilities on my webpages. I'm going to post the links underneath. And go explore. Go explore the possibilities and the ease and what else is possible. Thank you for you and looking forward to another episode with you. Bye for now. How was the show for you? Are you inspired? Feel free to share this episode with anyone you think would appreciate it too. Thank you for the contribution you are to spreading possibilities around the world. For more information, visit my webpage www.susannamittermeier.com